Are you fascinated by all things skincare? Inspired by the creativity of beauty products and services and the people who deliver them? Or are you curious about what's going on behind the scenes in this $90 billion a year industry we just can't seem to get enough of? Then welcome to the Orchid Skin Company podcast, where beauty isn't just skin deep. I'm your host, Lauren Hum, licensed cosmetologist, permanent makeup artist, and spa owner. I share with you my knowledge, tricks of the trade, and intriguing insights on all things skincare, beauty, and a little bit of life. Dive with me into the topics that will inform and inspire you to change the things that are no longer working for you so that you can live the life you truly want. I believe beautiful, healthy skin is a great place to start. It's time to do this for yourself. Let's get started. Hello there. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Orchid Skin Company podcast. I'm Lauren Hum, and I am here today talking about a very common skin problem that I hear all the time and that is dry skin. So I have so many people tell me on a daily basis, I have dry skin. What do I do for dry skin? So I wanted to do a podcast about it and talk about a few different things. So first of all, Everybody thinks they have dry skin, but you may be surprised to know you maybe don't. You may think that you do, but you may have a completely different issue altogether. So I wanted to talk about the difference between dry skin and dehydrated skin. I wanted to talk about what you can do to solve each of those problems. And I wanted to give you a few ingredients and products to look for that may provide you some relief. Okay, so let's get started. First of all, dry skin. What is it? Dry skin is characterized by a lack of oil in the skin. Okay. So you're not going to have as many oil producing glands in your skin. And that's not just going to be on your face. It's going to be on your body as well. Dehydrated skin is the absence of water in the skin. So if you are suffering from true dry skin, meaning you just don't produce enough oil in your skin to keep it just moisturized and hydrated, you're going to have some other issues other than just like your skin feeling a little bit tight after you uh, cleanse it. You're probably going to be dealing with dandruff. You're probably going to be able to go multiple days without washing your hair, without having like an oily look. You're probably going to be dealing with some dry skin, not only on your face, but on maybe your thighs, your arms, even on your neck. You're probably going to have that rough kind of sand paper kind of texture. And it's most likely going to be very uncomfortable. It's probably going to be flaky and itchy, and you're definitely going to notice it most around the eyebrows and around the lips. You can definitely tell that that's going to be an issue for you, or if that's the issue that you're dealing with, if you just chronically have dry chapped lips, or maybe you have those cracks that start like in the corners of your mouth that are just so uncomfortable. I hate it whenever that happens. That's going to be dry skin. That is the lack of oil production in the skin. On the other hand, dehydrated skin is just a lack of water. So a good little test to try to see if you can determine the difference between the two are to just like pinch your skin. So you can pinch like a little spot on your jaw, your cheek, and if your skin just doesn't seem to quite bounce back, like it's almost like pinching like a little piece of silly putty or something, like you pinch it and it just kind of stays where you applied some pressure, that's going to be a sign that you're dealing with dehydration. This is me. I'm totally in this camp of dehydration in my skin. And I can tell that I'm dealing with a lot of dehydration whenever I look in the mirror at the end of the day and I have dark circles, my wrinkles around my eyes look worse. And just overall, my skin just seems a lot more dull and tired looking. Okay. Also, if I can kind of like move my face and facial expressions, 
and feel my skin moving in just kind of an uncomfortable, tight kind of way, that's another sign that you're dealing with dehydration. The reason why it's important to know the difference, and while you may be saying, okay, that's great, there's two different things, what difference does it make? How do we fix it? It's important to know the difference because the solution to one problem is not going to be the solution to the other. In fact, it could be the start of a problem of a whole nother issue. And I'm going to explain to you why. So if you're a true dry skin, meaning you just lack that natural oil, the solution to that problem is going to be to introduce more oil into the skin. You're going to need to replace those lipids into the surface of the skin. Now, if you have dry skin and you try to solve that problem with the addition of more of added oil, you're not addressing the true problem. And in fact, you're going to be over oiling your skin, which is potentially going to lead to clogged pores, acne, breakouts, congestion, just all of that. And that is not, I mean, that's just causing you a whole nother problem. So now you're dealing with what you think is dry skin, but at the same time, you're also dealing with acne. So now you're just a whole nother special type of combination skin that's not going to be fun living in. So if you're dry skin, true dry skin with lack of oil, we need to replace more oil. If you're dehydrated skin, we're going to need to fix that issue by replacing the water content in the skin. So I'm going to start with dehydrated skin and how we're going to replace the water. So the first, the number one best ingredient that I would say to look for if you're suffering from dehydration, well, the second best, the first is going to be, we just need to drink more water. Okay. It's nothing sexy or exciting about drinking more water water. We all have heard that a million times. So we'll just get that out of the way. The second best thing that you can do, the second best ingredient to look for is going to be hyaluronic acid. Okay. Every time I hear hyaluronic acid, I picture Eva Longoria in that commercial that she was in for, I think it was L'Oreal. And the way she says it is hyaluronic acid. And it's so cute. Just the way she does her hyaluronic acid. So every time I see her hear hyaluronic acid, I think of Eva Longoria. So just keep her little pretty face in mind and get you some hyaluronic acid. Okay. It's going to be important though, to use hyaluronic acid. And I would recommend probably using it in the serum. I love a serum. It's just going to be the best delivery mechanism to get any active ingredient into the skin. And how you want to use it is to first apply a thin layer of water and then to your face and then apply your hyaluronic acid. The reason for that is that hyaluronic acid is a molecule that searches for water and it's going, each molecule of hyaluronic acid is able to hold 1000 times its weight in water. And it searches for water. So if it's not going to find or be able to pull water from the atmosphere. So if say it's in the wintertime or if you live in a drier climate in general, I'm in Arkansas, we really don't have, we have high humidity. So it's not as much of an issue here, but that's not the case for everyone. If it cannot pull that moisture from the environment, it is going to leach it from the skin and just hold it inside its molecules that are sitting on those top layers of your skin. And that's not a good thing. So we want to be able to give it water to hold in the correct areas of your skin. Thin layer of water, then your hyaluronic acid. That's going to help with the dehydration issue. Okay, so the second thing I would like for you to consider is what you're sleeping on. So if you are sleeping on a cotton pillowcase, think about it. Cotton is known for being one of the most absorbent materials on earth, right? That is what it is celebrated for is how absorbent it is. Yet we never stop to think about laying on one for, you know, 
six to eight hours every night, eight hours if you're lucky, and um, it's pulling moisture from your skin. So there are lots of different types of beauty pillowcases out on the market that may 100% be worth a go. They have been shown to help with breakage on your hair, better product absorption. So if you're spending a lot of money on your nice quality skincare, of course, you want to do everything you can to try to just get the most out of it. It may be worth a shot to try out a different type of pillowcase that's not cotton. I personally sleep on the Circadia's moisturizing pillowcase, and I've noticed a big difference in the moisture levels of my skin in the mornings. With dehydration, I'm just going to go back over those. So you want to make sure that you're drinking enough water. Not sexy, but very helpful. (laughs) Two, use your hyaluronic acid and use it in the right way. Purchase it from an esthetician that you trust. That's always the best way to go. Sephora, Ulta, those places, you can also purchase them there. There's a million different products on the market. Hyaluronic acid is a huge product right now. You should not have any trouble finding it. I do recommend looking for it in a serum type form. And then consider switching up your pillowcase to a non-absorbent type material. Okay, so let's move on to true dry skin. So if you have true dry skin and you're lacking that oil production, then pretty much what we're going to talk about is adding more moisture into it. Okay, so you're just going to be looking for more hydrating products with hydrating ingredients. So we're just going to be looking for things with argon oil or jojoba oil or olive oil, things like that. Just a more moisturizing, heavier type cream. Definitely use them in the evenings and you might need to use them during the day as well. Another thing that you might want to consider is that you could have a buildup of dead dry skin on the top layers of your skin that's making you think that you have dry skin when really it's just dead skin that needs to be exfoliated off. So use an exfoliator. If you need to go see an esthetician, Maybe consider a chemical peel, some type of uh, an enzyme type treatment. I love enzymes. Uh, A cocoa or raspberry enzyme are fantastic. They're not nearly as abrasive or there's no downtime to them the way like a more aggressive chemical peel is. And that may be perfectly all you need. I think sometimes more is not always more and you can get a lot of great benefits from more gentle type treatments when done consistently. So don't discount a more gentle type exfoliation type treatment and think that like a harsh scrub or a big time chemical peel are the only ways to address that because they're not. Okay, so I hope that I was able to wrap up and explain the difference between dry skin versus dehydrated skin and give you a few little tips on how to combat a problem that is very common and I know can be very uncomfortable and something that we really just want to correct. If you are interested in any of the things that I talked about, check the show notes below. I will link a few products that I love, recommend to people, use myself. Some of the things are going to be things that I sell at Orchid Skin Company and there may be some things that uh, you can get at other places as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you will please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review, it would mean the world to us. It's just how people will find us more easily. And thank you so much again for listening. If there are any topics that you would love to hear me talk about or questions, you can connect with me on our Facebook page or Instagram at Orchid Skin Co. Till next time. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.